to literally fucking anything. I'm Joni Edelman. And I'm Kelsey Scrindy. And we're the mother-daughter duo that can talk about literally fucking anything. Hello, Mom. Oh, I can hear you so much better now with your mic closer to your face. Honestly, I don't think that was it. I think I had the wrong settings. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think last time we recorded, you were hearing me through my, my speaker on my computer, not through the mic speaker. What? So I was talking to the mic for no reason. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I still made it happen because I just balanced it out where I put you it, real high. It didn't, yeah. But yeah, it was hard. So, well, and that's funny. Yeah. We are professionals. Champions. <laughs> Winners! Champions of podcasting. Winners! Oh, also, speaking of podcasting, so I don't know, you don't listen to the radio and also we don't have the same radio stations, but... it's true. The radio station, you know, like, I Heart Radio and all that? Yes. And they do, like, uh, I Heart Music Awards? Yes. Okay, they're doing one for podcasts. What? I know, right? They're getting, it's just, it's a bunch of different categories and a bunch of different podcasts, and they're going to put them all together. And, like, you get to vote, because that's the whole idea behind the I Heart Music Award things. Right. Is, like, actual people get to vote on it. It's not just some, like, white dudes behind a screen that vote. It's like act. It, like you get to go online and be like this person and this person, right? So, oh, that's so cool. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's like listener chosen, right? Yeah, which is which great. is great. Yeah. So, but they're doing one for podcasts. This is the first one they're doing for podcasts, and I think it's like next May or something like that. But oh my gosh, maybe maybe we'll have a lot of followers by then. Probably not. So today, as of this recording, we have officially announced and we have officially have listeners. We do. I've had people tweet us. I've had people, there's been people that have, um, what, what are we, commented or left reviews, left reviews. Uh, yeah. There's, it's exciting. This it's is very exciting. Uh, I'm fucking terrified still. <laughs> uh, just continuous pit in my stomach till I die <laughs> or, t- or till this podcast dies. Right. But no, I do want to say uh, that. It cannot be underestimated how far reviews go in the app store if people give them. So yeah, far. Because that it bumps you, you know. You know, I know, like people, I understand people sit down and they really thoughtfully consider podcasts. Like if you think about Phoebe and This Is Love and Criminal and how hard they work to curate those stories. Yeah. Though, that's amazing. That's journalism yeah. though. <laughs> that's like. Oh, Yeah. That's that's different. That's not what we do here. No, but but I think sometimes this kind of thing is what is fun is the fact that we sat down and we talked and we had such a good time making that episode. And also we love to talk to each other. And now that we don't live in the same city, it's hard. We're so good at talking at each other. Yeah. You know what else? Uh, another great podcast that does a lot of like behind the scenes work is Lore. Yeah. They just hit their 100th episode. They've been doing it like three years. They just hit their 100th episode. It's this like 
glorious thing that has turned into like books and shows and podcasts and it's like spun off to another podcast and it's amazing and in the beginning of the first episode i just listened to it the other day in the beginning of the first episode uh aaron Mankey said you know this was just a hobby we were just having fun it was just a bunch of us goofing off yeah and you made it my reality and like because he uh, he always talks about lore stuff and he's always talked about how he's loved it and loved it since he was a kid so he's i just thought it was cool that he's he is so great and if you listen to that first episode it's not very super well done (laughs) you know what i mean like there's a lot of it's like it sounds like i edited it (laughs) it's definitely not it sounds like us yeah but it's fine i mean what do you the good thing is it is totally fine glorious editing would be good but like you know like phoebe when I was talking to her, she has people that do all that. She doesn't do any of that yeah. stuff. Well, she so does he it. now. Yeah, he, of course. He does too. Yeah. It's not It's not just him. I mean, it started out as him and the guy that does the piano in the background, but that was it. It was just them. He did all his own research. He did all his own everything. And now he's got this whole team of people that do everything for him, basically. And he just gets to talk about it. I love it. It's awesome. Which I'm sure for him is like the best part. Because he's like, I just want to talk. Right. No, I think this brings up an interesting uh, point or point of consideration, which is that after Trump was elected, everybody's in media, everybody in, in written media was noticing their numbers dropping. And I was talking to people at Huffington Post and other sites, and they were saying, "Yeah, our numbers are just really bad. They're just they're just in the shitter. It's like no one wants to read." And the more that I have thought about that as the time as time has gone by, and the fact that we see more and more people, even people who aren't necessarily technologically savvy, listening to podcasts, it's because it's a, it's a kind of media that is consumable in a way that's not stressful. Yes, you know. It's and also I will say this is a one big reason that I really like podcasts is, um, I don't feel guilty, you know, right. which is dumb because you shouldn't feel guilty for like doing things that you like, like watching TV or just like being lazy or whatever you like to do. But when I listen to podcasts, I'm like, oh, I'm getting information. Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm not learning, I'm like, I'm I'm taking things in and I'm not like staring at a television and just watching The Office for the six hundredth time. <laughs> I'm I'm taking something in. So, yeah. I think it's valid. Podcasts are great. Yeah, I think people I think what people are really in need of right now is solidarity and and the feeling of being yes. not alone and because it is scary. This is this kind of a scary time to be alive sometimes. It is terrifying yeah. for a lot of people, uh, not specifically uh myself as a white person but myself as a woman it is scary i am scared um as a white person i've got a lot of privileges that are attached to being white so i'm not right necessarily worried about like my white safety but i'm worried about my woman's safety you know so yeah you're not likely to get drug out of your car and shot by a cop but you are likely to get raped on the street you know that's exactly or that and like even just the whole you know they're trying to they're they're trying <laughs> just the I, I don't know how i said it like a trump supporter in my head i was imagining a trump supporter being like they're trying to take away our rights <laughs> i don't know but i was just like they're in my they're just it's just scary it's scary to be a lady right now for a lot of reasons uh including like 
I mean, when you have a president that like openly says vulgar and awful things about women, Absolutely. I feel it it gives uh, awful men the idea that they have permission to do awful things. Absolutely. Because when, when the highest man in the United States, the guy who has the most power, who's at the tippy tippy top, is saying awful, awful things about women, I it gives people a sense of permission, like entitlement, like they can say those awful things or do those awful things or act in a certain way when you can't and you've never been able to. It's never been okay, but... I don't know, man. It makes me crazy. Yeah, I think his behavior has really unleashed a segment of the population that would not have felt so comfortable speaking. No. Yes. I mean, yes. No, they, that's exactly who they are. They would not have felt comfortable. Yes, that is the reason they do. That's like the exact reason. Like, I know the reason that I have family members that are outwardly racist and outwardly awful to women and to people of color and to people with disabilities is because they voted for fucking prick who is outwardly like that. Cause I do. And it's so unfortunate that I am, I mean, and you are too, but I definitely, I'm not that I'm trying to diminish your experience, but I feel on my side, I get a little heavier. No, you definitely do. Cause you have your dad. Yeah. And there are certain people in my family. I'm not throwing out names, but they can just they can just be so awful. Yeah. They can be so awful. And to things where they just say it and they don't even register that everybody around them is horrified with what they just said. Which is the worst. It's like like and I, I'll sit there and watch them like have conversations and say awful things. And I'm just like, what? How are you not getting that this is not okay? Do you, you hear can't, yourself? Yeah. You can't just throw out these like vulgar terms and these and yeah. and be like outwardly racist to specific, you know, groups of uh, people. You just you can't. No. You can't. Recently, I've been doing a lot of uh behavior correcting is what I'm going to call it. Oh, good. With Sean. <laughs> uh, with Sean specifically. Sean's not racist at all. Uh, he likes to pretend he's no, racist, but, but he's he does. Not. He do- he jokes that he is because it's a running joke. He likes all the time. Yeah. yeah, he likes to pretend like he's a racist piece of shit, but he's yeah. not at all. He's nowhere near racist. But uh, he really favors um, an inappropriate word that you call that that has been previously okay to call people with disabilities. Oh. It starts with an R, oh, and I gosh. hate the word. I'm not yeah. going to say it. Yeah. Uh, and he really favors that word. Yeah. And, and he never says it in like, like he would never say it to a person that had a disability. He would never try and be derogatory with it. It's just like when he's being stupid. Yeah. And for the past two or three weeks, every time he said it, I'd been like, we don't say that in this house. Good. And he'll look at me and he'll go, okay, you're right. It's stupid. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's stupid. We don't say we don't we, – I'm just – I'm not okay with it. And it's not going to work for me. It's never going to work for me. I've never been like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Well, let's say whatever you want to say. Oh any any term is fine. Uh, no. Okay, we're 12 minutes in already. That's okay. That's so fast. Uh, let's – even though by the time this airs next week, it will not be, hopefully, fingers crossed, an ongoing 
fire. Oh, are we talking about the campfire? Yeah, let's talk quickly so, about the camp and the Woolsey fires, which are currently uh, well, the, the campfire's California? done, right? The campfire's been put out, but I don't has it. I don't know. The destruction is the worst of the destruction is over. Okay, right. So yes, yeah. Um, for those of you that aren't in California and aren't being directly affected by this, uh, California is basically on fire right now. The entirety of mm-hmm. California is just up in flames, and people are dying, and people are losing their homes, and people are losing anything everything they're just losing everything uh we have friends that are being directly affected by this we know like it is it's insane and it's currently the most deadliest and destructive fire ever in california so google tells me it is 30 percent contained yes it's as of last Thursday, I have a lot of um, – if you live in the Valley of California, you've got like one of four jobs. You're either a teacher, a police officer, a firefighter, or a nurse. And so I've got a lot of firefighter and police officer friends and family and people that we just know mm-hmm. and everybody, every public service person is out there right now, every single person. Yeah. And it's it's not helping. It's going downhill so I mean, it went downhill so quick. It, it, it was- did. I read. I told you this. I read that it was moving at one at one point at a rate of a football field per second, or eighty eighty yeah. football fields a minute, which is more than a football field per second. But uh, Paradise, the town of Paradise, is completely gone. Um, there are 200, mm-hmm. 200 people still missing, I think, and forty two that are dead. Forty three yeah. people have it's been confirmed now. dead. Yeah. Uh, 43 people have been confirmed dead with 200 other people currently missing and probably not alive because it's unreal so we'll so we'll put some links for donation in we do we're we're gonna shove the links up your guys's fucking asses (laughs) i mean i'm gonna cry it's It's really upsetting awful it is so awful. And I also, if we can just round back real quick to Donald Trump and his attitude towards this entire thing has been insane. Like I've, like he's said some crazy shit and he's done some crazy shit and I've never once been like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Or I like, he's always been right. crazy, but for whatever reason, I wasn't so hurt until he blamed Californians the fire i know and i was like do you understand people are dying people are losing their homes like we do you don't you think we would stop this if we could like don't you think if i could be like okay wind stop blowing and okay rain time to come down i would fucking do it but it's like it's a combination of a drought it's a combination of him personally taking away our funding it's there's so many things that are combined. If you don't live in California, you really don't understand the type of shit that goes on here. Like, and that's not to be like, nobody gets it, but you just don't. It's fucking, it's like a zoo here every day. And he's just so daft. I mean, he just, is just absolutely, I can't, yeah. his comments are, are so insensitive. I just, it's like, I want to ask, do you have an empathetic bone in your body? Like what? You know, people have no. lost everything. The answer and the answer is no. People have lost entire and I don't I think um 
it's hard, and I've talked about this before to other people, but it's hard to grasp awful things when you aren't yes. seeing it and you aren't directly affected by it and you aren't in the area that it's happening. Like when, um, I don't know, like when lots of things well, happen far away, anything, name anything, some sort of natural disaster. I'll tell you one that sort of- happened when Katrina hit in 2000 five or four, whatever that was. And we were seeing it from here. And of course it was terrible. Then my mom's husband was in the guard and they sent him there and he was surrounded by floating dead bodies. And then we went to Florida for vacation that year and we saw the destruction and it was just like, you know, trees were reduced to toothpicks and whole buildings were gone. And it had was the hurricane. It hadn't been very long since it happened. So a lot of the cleanup hadn't been done. No, I think it had yeah. been a couple. But yeah, when you walk in, yeah, months. months and maybe? then that was also the same time that the tsunami happened in Indonesia. So we weren't seeing those things up front. But when we went there to Florida and we saw that devastation, I think your dad and I were both just like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to grasp the magnitude of things when you aren't directly seeing it or affected by it. But you guys, if just like Google campfire and you will see the destruction it has caused on so many, so, so many people. It's insane. A real easy way um, to donate. I just found this out earlier today when I was just Googling different ways to donate. Red Cross. But if you honestly just Google campfire donations, Google has a little button set up right at the top of the page that lets you donate immediately to them. I see that too. I looked at that too. Also, uh, don't send your stuff. Yeah, they don't need stuff. That was a really big thing when I was re- when I was reading their articles and all these things about it is uh, they get a lot of stuff and that's nice and everybody appreciates that, but they can't use most of it and it's not as helpful. You know, it's so send gift cards, send, you know, donate through the Red Cross, donate through there's like a a California wildfire fund specifically for this type of shit. Donate through there. It's it's fucking bananas. Did you ever see that book I had called Just Give Money to the Poor? No. So I think it was recommended to me by a friend who's an epidemiologist, but we were talking about donations and how, oh, what we were doing is we were talking about how I used to buy for you guys gifts for other people you know goats and chickens and stuff oh right yes you did this so I was I was talking with her about that and she messaged me privately which I thought was really nice but she messaged me and said don't don't do that and here's why because you don't know who's getting that you don't know if they're what they're getting you don't know if it's actually helpful the best way to affect change is to give people money and the people get really hung up on this idea of I don't want to give someone money because I don't know what they're going to do with it. Fuck you. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, not fuck you, but like, like, just donate. Just it. Two things. It's going to make you feel better about yourself, and it's going to make somebody's day one hundred percent better. Somebody who's lost their home, who's lost their family members, who's lost everything they've ever loved and known. It's going to help them out. Just. Don't don't be so caught up on what they spend it on. I can't guarantee it to you, but I can um I can say with a lot of certainty that they're not going to spend it on stupid shit. And if, some, if somebody's like, "What if they're going to buy beer?" Well, shit, they probably need a beer. Let's fucking be buy a beer. I'll send you more money for it. Do it. 
buy a case. Yeah, no, that's seriously. That's legit. That's legit. Okay. Have a keg party for all I care. Just- I know. Gosh, it's awful. And Aaron sent me Aaron <laughs> that works at Ravishly. She sent me a picture, an aerial picture of the Woolsey fire, the one down in L.A. And a friend of hers who lost their house. And it looks it looks apocalyptic. It's unbelievable. With the yeah. sky full of smoke and this hills black and just no, it just doesn't even look real. It's the shit's whack, you guys. It is, it is crazy. It is definitely the shit is fucking yeah. whack. So this this sort of Matt and I were talking about this yesterday because we're we're surrounded by woods and this is exactly the kind of place that forest fires happen and we there was one exactly. last year, not too far. There from was us. it was what was it, ended up being two miles from your town. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's when there's not rain, you know, things are dry and there's lots of underbrush and it just goes up. It just burns like, like unbelievably. It burns like it's an igniter. You know, it burns like it's gasoline. It just, it just, it's wild. So anyway, gosh, it's just terrible, 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 terrible. If you pray, pray. If you don't, send your good vibes and love or your money, whatever you want wanna, and got to do. We will link up a bunch of places you can do it. Just also, if you can't send money, here's the thing, people, I understand I've been in that place before of being impoverished. Even then I I would have, you know, a couple of bucks or something. But if you're unable to send money, just share links, share information with people. Seriously, who share, share it on your Facebook, share it on, tell your friends, tell ev- like, honestly, um, it's, I wouldn't be this adamant about it if it wasn't so insane. If it wasn't so fucking awful. Yeah, my very good friend Carrie, her parents lost everything in, in paradise. That was everything. Everything. Their whole, like, like generations and generations that have lived on that land and everything is gone. Yeah. It's, it's un, it's unfucking believable Yeah. It's and the scary, the scary thing about this is, we are seeing an increase in these wildfires and we will continue to see an increase and that's global warming related. But, but they're like, global warming's made up. Yeah. I also want to stress if you don't live in California, if you don't know the fire season, it's not fire season right now. Fire season is earlier, like August to September. That's when fires come. We're in November. It's not fire season. This was not supposed to happen, but we have a drought because fucking global warming yep fire season like hurricane season it's a real thing here though no it is but yeah we're we're, our fire season is expanding outward and outward just and the hurricane season is too it's it's moving we are ruining the earth oh my god (laughs) i can't even like this matt and i can barely he gets so upset because he just he's like Joni, the we're destroying the world human beings and what is going to happen by the time our grandkids are born you know, by the time Max and Max and Ella have their kids in another 20 years, I can't even imagine. Literally Fucking Anything is brought to you by Ravishly.com, your source for feelings, family, and feminism. We, um, me and Alvaro had this conversation a few weeks ago when 
I don't remember who did it. I think it was somewhere in Britain, I think, but they did this whole study about like how quickly we actually are deteriorating the earth and how in 11 years it's going to be basically unlivable if we don't fix our shit. And Alvaro had never, has never been about the, he's always like made fun of me for it because I don't like to waste and I don't like to use plastic and I don't like to use paper towels. And he read this article and he was like, Kelsey, yeah, what the fuck? Like, what are we going to do? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, what it like, how are we supposed to like have kids? How are we supposed to like be like, what are we going to do? We're going to fucking die. And I was like, yeah, we're going to fucking die. Yeah, it's grim. Don't use a plastic straw if you don't have to. <laughs> Just go. You know, don't use a plastic straw. Don't buy, don't buy bottled water if you don't have to. You know what's funny about bottled water? Tell me. It didn't even exist when I was a kid, Kelsey. <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm fucking serious. It did not exist. Wait. How old are you? 44. You, you didn't have bottled water? No. No. What? No. Now you can buy bottled water for like, you can buy like a 24 pack for like two bucks. Yeah. it. You know that Coca-Cola didn't actually introduce their bottled water until like... 1999. Now that is not to say that bottled water didn't happen, but the thing, the difference was, is that it was sparkling. It was like Pellegrino or those kind of things. You know, it was like therapeutic water or mineral water. It wasn't just like you opened your tap and poured it into a bottle and someone paid a dollar for it, which is what it is now. But no, there was no, can you imagine, just think about that. There was no bottled fucking water. And here's the thing. What did people do? Shockingly, shockingly. Did you just drink out of a cup? No one died. Oh my God. No one died of dehydration. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's insane. But look, moral of this very long uh, beginning segment of our now going to have to be five minute podcast is um, just take care of the earth. Donate if you can. If you can't, share the shit just like just like do do what you can is is the best thing i can say just do what you can if it's a lot great if it's not great just do something do something say no to the plastic straw don't buy more toilet paper than or not toilet paper paper towels than you have to don't buy bottled water just get a reusable one it doesn't have to be fancy target sells them for like six dollars that's like two cases of bottled water. And you're saving the world. Yeah, and and the thing is is that inaction is is complacency. It and is. Complacency is as good as being the thing. Yeah. You know, inaction is complacency and complacency is the thing that causes the problems. So you're by by staying quiet and just not picking a side and being like, well, I'm just going to stay out of that. You're that's my dad's new thing with with politics. He's like, oh, this is the year of blah, blah, blah. This is the year of what did he say? What did he fucking say? That stupid song. I love him. I love you, dad. He's probably never going to listen to this. But he sent me this song and it was some country music song about being honest and loving and true and kind. And I was like, that's real convenient after you elected a bigot. 
Yeah. No. It's a no for me. Cool. Knock, knock. Is anyone home? Yeah. No. Don't come, don't come to me with, with your change of heart after you elected a bigot and be like, oh, but I just want everyone to be kind to each other. No, 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 no. I don't That's fuck right. with you. No, 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 no. Um, pick a fucking side. Don't be a pansy. Just pick a side. Just do it. Well, I mean, pick the right side. But even, like, even if you don't, just pick a side. Don't be like, well, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what to do. And I hate the two-party system. I think it's stupid. I think we should have more than that. But that's not where we're at right now. So just fucking get with the program. Just get with the program. Because that's not where we're at. I have friends that are like, I don't conform to neither Democrat or Republican views. And I'm like, fucking great. But guess what? Your green ass party is not getting elected. So can you just pick one? Good luck, Jill Stein. Because we all got to do something. We all like, if you don't, and this is also, I want to throw this out there. The people who didn't pick the side who were like, I'm owning for the green party. You fucking voted for Trump. You as good. Yeah. You gave your shit to Trump. He's the one who won, and now look where we fucking are. I mean, it's a noble cause, but Matt will tell you that in 1992, when Bill Clinton was running, he voted for Ralph Nader. And he's like, look, I learned my lesson. With Nader, Nader forever, though, for being honest. He's like, no, but I learned my lesson with Nader because I thought I, thought I was making a statement. No. But- there was no statement to be made. And it's just the same with the people that were like, I'm not going to vote for Hillary because she's a crook. It's like, okay, well, listen, you have Hillary who you think is a crook or you have a bastard. Like, right. who's a racist piece of garbage. Look, and I'm not trying to be like, they were both, like, she is a perfect candidate. Everybody's got their issues, okay? But if I had to pick her or this orange shit, like, come on, you guys. <laughs> you this, this episode is turning into politics. But you guys... Yeah, isn't it's politics. This isn't that to me. It's a no brainer, and that's probably because I am liberal and I do agree with all the shit she said. But to me, if it was between her or him, it's it's a no brainer. It's it's honestly, not- if it was between him and a bag of potato chips, <laughs> you know, I would elect Ella over Donald Trump at this point. To be honest, though, Ella would be a great president. Did you see? You saw her platform. More reading. Everybody would have hamsters. Everyone would read books. There wouldn't be... Everyone would be kind. Any, like, war or anything. No. Everyone would be kind. And clean. She loves animals. So she'd do all the shit in the world to, to take care of the environment. Her platform was more reading, more kindness, cleaner classrooms. So I think winner. I can get behind this. I just like Ella 2020, man. <laughs> Somebody said the other day that Hillary was going to run again. And I was like, oh, my God. No, no, she's old. No, I can't you know, do it. And she's again. old. And it, it's not. I hope I, I do hope that a woman runs. I hope that another woman will run. I would love to see. Kam- you know who needs to run for president? Kamala, Kamala yes. Harris was going to say the same thing. Kamala. Ugh. She just needs to run. I just, I take Elizabeth Warren at this point. I would just, it, just a female. But yeah, Kamala would be great. Oh, who would be ideal though, Michelle? You know what though? She paid her dues. She paid her dues. She put in the work. She fucking put in work. 
in in Obama's in let's be real in her eight years as president she put in work. <laughs> Obama was just like yeah okay Michelle like. Well, she's pretty young. Although I don't think she is interested in any kind of a career in politics. But if she was, it would be people would people would love it. She's doing other great work. So go her. She is like claps for she Michelle. Uh, yep. Claps for Kamala Harris. I just. That was snaps. I didn't clap. I snapped. Snaps, claps. But it's all good. It's all good. I just I I would love to see a woman in office because I just think not it's not even like a feminist like, oh, let's, you know, blah. it's like it's I it's mean, really from the it's that too. But it's just it from is. the perspective of it's not working. No, it's, it's not. not working. <laughs> it's not. We've had 270 50 years of it not working. How are we not getting it yet? Exactly. How are we not putting together that it's not working? You know what? You know what we need to do. What? What is we need to get? What's the? What's the guy from Canada? What's his name? Is Justin he, Trudeau? Yeah, he. We just need to get him American citizenship. Oh, he is so precious, and he can just come here and fix everything because he's doing. I do not think that Canada is going to give him up. He's doing God's work in Canada right now. Okay, I will tell you also, today is Michelle's book release day, and her, she does the audio reading, if you like audiobooks, she does, she narrates it herself. I love that, that's my favorite, when, well, that's not true, sometimes actors narrate, and that's really good, because maybe the writer isn't, isn't, doesn't have a great voice, but like, David Sedaris, he always does his own books, and it's amazeballs. I love Lindy West did hers, and Jess did hers and but anyway yeah she's I pre-ordered it uh so I'm pretty excited about it but I'm but they haven't come yet today but it'll be here today yes today yeah oh you know who else's book will be here today who is Gemma my boo Gemma Hartley's she her book is out today her book fed up it is today being November 13th but a week from now for y'all or two weeks from now so Gemma you you remember Gemma? She wrote the article for uh, Harper's Bazaar that was about emotional labor, and that article went super duper viral. And she got this great book deal. And the book I read it. I had a, a early reader copy. I'm in the book, by the way. Yes. I did not know that I was in the book. <laughs> then I got to the chapter that I was in, and I was like, oh hey. And then I was like, I'm in the book, Matt. I'm in the book. And he was like, oh, let me see. And I was like, no, I don't think you should. And I, I think, think that's, it. it's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. We are already 30. This this whole thing was politics. But you know what? I could top this off with the best story, the best worst story you've ever heard in your life that you do not know. I am ready. That you do not know. Oh, my and God. And we could close it out. Are you ready? Okay, go. I'm ready. So Friday. I'm gonna like I'm gonna sit back. Okay, okay get ready. I'm ready. So Friday, Owen brought that stuff to the house from your dad. Right? What stuff? The, oh, the, the pictures. pictures and so stuff. your okay. father, I think, had had those in his toolbox for all these years. These are photographs for the listeners of me. They're proof sheets that were taken to me when I was a teenager, uh, right before my 15th birthday. They, I'm in a bathing suit, uh, various bathing suits, or it's they're highly inappropriate let's just say that they're not okay they my mom was clearly not right in her brain the man who took the pictures was 45 years old or maybe close to 50 and i was alone with him none of this was good but all of that aside 
just putting, forgetting all of that, let's just pretend for one second that they're legitimate and it was okay that I took these pictures. It's not. We're going to pretend it is. Okay. So he gives me the proof sheets. This reminds me that Rhett, my boyfriend after your dad and I broke up in college, in end of high school into college, had a poster Mm -hmm. of me, Uh right? In one of the bathing suits where I'm like on the log, I'm like, like, it looks like I'm humping the log, basically. It's it's ridiculous. I just don't even, ugh. So anyway, here's the story. Are you ready? No. Go. So he went to Cal Poly. Yes. In 1992, three, four, five. Uh, I used to go visit him uh, from Davis. I would drive down on the weekends to visit him. He He lived in a dorm. He lived in, he actually oddly lived in Weird Al Yankovic's dorm, the same dorm room as Weird Al Yankovic, which Legit. is just whatever. Yeah. But he was proud. He liked that. He thought that was cool. Of course he did. So he lived in a dorm. It was, it was not, the dorm itself was co-ed, but the floors were gender. So, you know, the floors would generally go to dinner together. When I went there, I would stay on his floor in his room with the other guys, you know, just guys. So he goes to dinner one mm-hmm. day, he comes back. And there's a guy standing in his room. And he's like, uh, what are you doing here? And the guy's looking at this poster of me, this picture. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, that girl is hot. I want to fuck her. Great. And, and Rhett's like, that's my girlfriend, first of all. Right. <laughs> Secondly, why are you in my room? Right? Guy leaves. Whatever. So, so here's here's the thing. Rhett says to me, "Oh, you might remember you. You probably don't remember that guy, but you met him before when you came down. I think you met him the next time you came to visit because he was always hanging around." And I was like, "Oh, let me see. Do I remember?" And he's like, "His name was Scott." I'm like, oh. "I'm like, his name was Scott. I don't remember. I don't remember him at all." And he's like, "Oh, you don't? You don't? Uh, maybe if I told you his last name." Oh my god, Peterson. Oh my god. I know. Oh I my know. god. I know. I'm scared. Somewhere I'm 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 in Scott Peterson's spank bank. Here's the thing though that's terrible. Oh my god. Yes. I know. Terrible. But Rhett also said that like other girl another girl went missing in that area uh-huh well they were in college and that of course they didn't suspect him then but then later uh-huh they suspected and you know what i looked like back then with my i brown. know exactly what you looked like mm-hmm. i looked like her with my little brown bob oh my god is that not the fucking worst that's fucking insane Thing. You knew it though, huh? You knew it was gonna when I as soon as I said Scott, you knew it, didn't you? I was like, there's only two ways this can go. She <laughs> because the other Scott we actually know, and I was like, no no no, she would have known the other Scott. She would have remembered. The other Scott, we're like aware of who of who he is. Right. Oh. No. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that and in- the thing is, I knew they were there at the same time. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I knew they were there at the same time, but it never occurred to me to be like, hey, Rhett, did you know Scott Peterson? And he fucking did. I know. I know. So if y'all don't know who Scott Peterson is, just do do a quick Google search. (laughs) I think that's something too. You know about you know about that kind of stuff, but I feel like Scott Peterson is one of those names attached to murder that most people know because his crime was so unbelievably heinous. It was. It really was. Yeah. No. That's insane. And there's a, his family has a whole website, like, trying to prove that he's innocent. No, he's not, honeys. No. He's not. He done, he done did it. I don't, how, what, how, I just don't even, how do they, no. There's just no way. They're like, oh, but there was a guy in the neighborhood. Okay. No. No. That is incorrect. Yeah. I remember that case. Oh, my God. I remember that case. Oh, Kelsey. That's insane. This was, it was 2000, like, two, the very end. Yeah. Christmas, right? Because it happened Christmas Eve. Yes. And so Owen is, like, two years old. Right. I have. And she she was my age. She, well, she was, like, eight months younger than me. Mm Mm-hmm. I think her she was born in 1975. But I mean that's why it was so I remembered it so well because she was there was she was it could have been like it could have been me. I mean not really cuz I wasn't married to a murderer, but Right. But like yeah. No, I get that connection that you'd have. Cuz she was just I mean here she was, she was just a young mom. Just yeah, doing the mom and thing. Becoming a mom, trying to be a mom. Oh my god, I can't I cannot. That's insane. I cannot. That's <sighs> insane. Isn't that wild? I have not Googled to see if I could find any pictures of him in college because I don't want to remember him. Right. Because as soon as you do, you'd be like, oh, shit, that fucker. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's a no-go for me. Mm-mm. I have, like, weird memories about that, too. But like, well, you were you would have been old enough to remember it. But like, like I don't feel like I would have been like seven. I don't feel like a seven year old should have memories about that. But it was everywhere. I mean, it was everywhere. Maybe it was later. It was probably around his trial. That might have been it. Because I never kept stuff from you guys, even bad stuff. I I usually tried to you know gently give you information like there are bad people and bad people do bad things sometimes like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but i just um yeah bless 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 her sweetheart you know and and fuck that dude fuck that dude for real for real what a prick ma'am no i'm not a fan do you hear lily's like hardcore licking herself right now she's like and then king's like on top of me purring and Lucy's trying so hard not to lick herself. Oh, does she have her cone on? No, I don't. I don't leave it on during the day because I feel so bad for her. I just watch her all the time, <laughs> babysitting my dog. You're good. You're a good dog, mommy. Thank you. I do my best. I'm so skeeved out after telling you that story. I'm all. I'm re-skeeved. That's freaky deaky, man. Oh God. Oh, no. worst. Mm-mm. That's the thing, though. You just mm-hmm. never know. Although in that case, maybe somebody would have known if they'd been looking. 
you know what? Right? That's fair. If somebody did a little more attention being paid or. Yeah, because I was like, um, I was like, Rhett, what did you say to him? Because, hi, that's not okay. No. And he was like, well, I, I, I don't recall exactly, but I'm pretty sure I said something like, dude, that's my girlfriend and that's not cool. Like you need, and also you need to get out of my room, weirdo. Probably. Like, why is he standing in his room when Rhett's not even there? A serial killer thing to do. Right? God. A murderer thing to do. I should send that to my favorite murder. You definitely should. Yeah, I told Aaron. I just told Aaron that story, and she told me that. She's like, you should send that to my favorite murder. And I was like, no. And she was like, no, you really should, because that's what creepy shit. And I was like, I don't want to think about it. I'll send it for you. Right. And my mother. Here's how my mother almost got murdered. Twice. <laughs> well, twice. Because why was I with the 45-year-old man half naked? First of all, more than once, on more than one occasion, what was my mother thinking allowing me to travel I don't know. places with a middle-aged man? Uh, she wasn't. That was the, That's the answer. She wasn't thinking. He took pictures of me without my top on. We know. We know. I mean, I know. They don't know. But I know. When I was 15. Okay. Hey. But she didn't yeah, die. It's just so... No, I didn't die. But you know, remember how we talked about that before? Like all the, because the girls talk about that on My Favorite Murder, like all the times they should have died. Right, right. Like, I should have, that should have killed me. Yeah, like all the dumb shit they did when they were kids and they were like, why didn't, why didn't I get kidnapped? Exactly. That's me with that guy. How did I not get raped and murdered? Um, the grace of God. I guess because he's not a rapist or a murderer that I know of. <laughs> that too. But I also... I tried to Google him and I can't find him anywhere, so That's, I have no idea what happened. He, he's honestly, he's probably dead or close to it. Oh shit, he probably is dead. He's probably because <gasps> that would be how many years ago? Thirty. Yeah. So he'd be in his. And he was already fifties. He was like forty, fifth, maybe somewhere in there. It was hard to tell because he was bald. I think he looked older than he was. You know, maybe he looked older than he was because he was bald, but. He would be in his 70s to 80 at least. Yep. No, he's probably dead. Maybe. Or he's stalking you and he's your creepy neighbor that does satanic rituals. <laughs> you know what's weird? That guy actually looks like him. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. There you go. Yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. Jim next door is actually Harv. Jim next door is creepy guy that took pictures of you, and Joe on the other side is the love of my life. <laughs> I don't think Joe will ever listen to this podcast, but if he does, Joe, my name is Kelsey. You can find me at 559-410-555555. He's my age, though. Do you really want that much space between you and don't care don't care well there was 23 years between my mom and brian so why not that that's insane first of all didn't know that you didn't know that second of all no no here didn't know that. rip out on this so your dad and i are married right she marries him like oh that's right i remember this and he's like close to your to dad's age right yeah he's like two years older than your father yeah no that's weird i guess i did know that my mom could be married to my husband. This is weird. Trippy. I don't have a I don't have a thing with May December romances, whatever, but it, when I was that age, it did seem strange. What the hell is a May December romance? That's what they call that. Like when you're old? When one person's old and one person's young. May December. Get it? Cuz 
May, the month, December, the month. I guess. May, December. I don't know why they call it that, but that's what they call it when one person is older than the other. Honestly, that that doesn't make that much sense, though. It doesn't? Not really. Okay, just a second. Let me. I'm, I looked it up. I Googled it. Oh, good God. Oh, I wonder if it was originally based on a television or movie where it where it uh, originated. But yeah, that's that's the thing. May December romance. Nobody is going to listen to this episode. <laughs> no, they're not. And no one's that and then no one's going to know the story. No. We're going to have to put in the show notes. Just hold on. It's going to be worth it. You know what? What? What we should end up doing is probably cutting this shit in half <laughs> and adding some more to the politics half of it and just and making politics and, and then saving this part for a rainy day. Yeah, maybe the politics part is itself 30 something minutes. Yeah. And that's I mean, 20 of those minutes are us just talking. But part of that was politics. So that's true. It was that's also fair. Politics. Oh, my God, you guys. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to our the dumbest episode we've recorded yet. <laughs> this episode makes no sense. There was a lot of information about the fires, though. That was important. That was important. So I'm going to hit you with a couple more things. In our show notes, you will find links to donate or links to share to your friends, to your family, in your group message, with your siblings, wherever. Wherever you put things, you know? Also, you can find us on Twitter at LFA Podcast and on Instagram at literally fucking anything. We're there all the time. And you can find us on the web at literally com, or email us at literally F-I-N-G anything at gmail.com. This is confusing because some places let you say fuck and other places don't. No. Okay. Shall we do this signing off now? Yeah. Should we suck? Yeah. Signing off? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So this has, I mean, this has been our podcast. Yeah. That's, thanks for. That's it. Thanks, thanks so much. Listening to. We fucking. Uh, oh. What? Literally? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to do the thanks for listening. And then okay. We're say it together. Are you ready? Okay, go. Okay, thanks for listening to literally. literally <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> oh my god! Literally fucking anything, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>